This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show. One of my uh, buddies on Newsmax, Chris Salcedo, will join us at the bottom of the hour and talk about the uh, deplatforming of Newsmax from DirecTV that we hope to reverse with an avalanche of uh, people saying, you know what, we're done. We're done with this nonsense. We don't want to be stuck with MSNBC and CNN and uh, all of the left-leaning outlets. We want to watch Newsmax. And uh, we don't want to get rid of our DirecTV subscription. We don't. But, uh, you know, we will. So go to uh, IWantNewsmax.com. If you would, I would greatly appreciate it. All of my uh, cohorts at Newsmax would appreciate it. Uh, Freedom-loving people, uh, First Amendment-loving people, people who love journalism, uh, I would encourage you to go to IWantNewsmax.com. Because we're not asking. Newsmax, uh, Chris Reddy never went to a, a DirecTV and says, I need you to take, I need you to take Fox off because they're competing against us. Or uh, MSNBC needs to go. No, 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 no. We'd rather be on... We were on 349. We'd better be right there and uh, see how many people turn from MSNBC to us. Because, uh, you know, this is going on uh, around the country. The government created, or I should say repurposed, disinformation, which is something that Joseph Stalin came up in 1920. They repurposed it, thought that because they've done such a terrible job in academia with teaching American history that, that nobody would figure it out. Well, I did. Now I know why they did it, because they want to control your thought, and they did it quite successfully. But I keep saying that uh, 2023 is the, the year of a new American revolution. I, uh, I have a very good feeling, and uh, we have a GOP Congress that appears to be quite interested in freedom of speech and exposing abuses and usurpations and corruption. I want to play one more soundbite from uh, last hour. I had mentioned there was this uh, uh, councilwoman or alderwoman or alderman or whatever the hell, Carla Brookman in Des Plaines, Illinois, and uh, there were a bunch of radical leftists there trying to shut down her speech because there was a uh, local theater that was going to put together a uh, uh, conservative uh, speech called Awake Illinois that would feature Moms for Liberty and Gays Against Groomers. And all they're going to do is they're going to go to this theater and they're going to have people come and they're going to talk about, uh, you know, sexualizing our children and radical transgender nonsense being taught in schools. You know, 13-year-old girls getting their healthy breast tissue removed. Uh, you know, 14-year-old boys taking hormone blockers, uh, effectively sterilizing them, and then eventually having a mutilative surgery they can't, uh, they can't reverse. And they're just going to get together at this theater and they were going to uh, have a forum which is where people talk and exchange ideas. But you see, the left can't handle that because they're wrong on everything. And the only way they can get their truth, their untruth to be considered true is to kill all the other speech. Then you've only got one choice. Then you have to, uh, you have to eat it. 
Like my mom did with liver and onions when I was a kid. I tried to cover them with mashed potatoes. I tried to give liver and onions to the dogs. The dog didn't even like the liver and onions. I would sit there till midnight, never eat it. And the next morning, my mom would get out the liver and onions. Well, I'm tired of eating liver and onions. Yeah. Uh, uh, Newsmax is definitely not the liver and onions of direct. Okay, maybe not the best analogy. Maybe not the best analogy. <laughs> but here is this councilwoman, and this is where she does the mic drop. You got all these little snowflakes there. I mean, gays for groomers are a hate group. They hate gays. They're gay bashers. And uh, and this uh, councilwoman said, you know, I'm not going to have any of this noise. I had an uncle who fought in World War II. He was on one of the ships that was bombed. Yeah, my dad was, uh, he, he was an anti-aircraft gunner at the Panama Canal. My uncle Lloyd, he uh, liberated Berlin, and my uncle Gail was on a battleship in the South Pacific. Most of his buddies during the war, he fought in the South Pacific. He fought for our freedoms. One of those freedoms is freedom of speech. Well, I think that's like one of those amendments or something. I think it was right up there with abortion, right? Oh, no, abortion was never in, uh, in the rights that we have. Uh, freedom of speech was number one. I am a real advocate for hearing both sides of an issue. I don't want to just hear one side and then have the other side dictate that the opposing viewpoints can't be heard. That's not America. America has the right for opposing viewpoints and there should be tolerance and there should be respect to opposing viewpoints, which has not been dem demonstrated clearly tonight. Yeah, and, and with the FBI and the IRS and the DHS and the CDC and the mainstream media and big, big tech, uh, they've all done that too. And we need to do to them what that woman just did to the unruly mob in the meeting in Duplain, Illinois. There you go. Well, it appears we have a smoking gun with regard to Joe Biden. Yeah. According to uh, uh, Laptop from Hell, Hunter Biden sent his business partner, Devin Archer, a very detailed email on Ukraine on April 13th of uh, 2014, just a week before Joe Biden visited Ukraine to meet then-Prime Minister Arseniy Yatsenuk. Hope I pronounced that correctly. Later that day, Hunter replied to Archer, Devin Archer, his business partner, with a 22-point plan on how they were not going to let a crisis go to waste. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? To cash in on the Western-backed chaos in Ukraine, Hunter offered the following plan. Quote, our guy needs to set himself up as the anti-victor pinchuk uh, coal and steel magnet from Russia. Uh, and he also said the Burisma contract should begin now, not after the upcoming visit by uh, my guy Joe. To discuss further plans, this is where it gets kind of funky. Uh, Hunter told Archer to buy a cell phone from 7-Eleven or CVS, and I'll do the same. Uh, Hunter's 20th point was to cover your ass. So I guess we kind of are seeing now that uh, maybe the Burisma thingy, Looks like old Uncle Joe might have had something to do with it. Maybe uh, a little something, something to do with it. Here is, let me find this uh, soundbite, Miranda Devine of the New York Post, who's doing a uh, an outstanding job covering this for the New York Post to talk about the newest email, which could uh, possibly, hopefully, cause Joe Biden's removal from office. We'll see. 
This email is like nothing else that Hunter has written in the entire nine years covered by the laptop. It is extremely long, 1,300 words. It's very detailed, very well informed, well written. Um, you know, it reads like an official document, even it reads like a classified document. There's information in there that's not readily available. He sounds very knowledgeable and uh, very brief. Now, you may recall that <clears throat> a couple weeks ago I said that... Uh Joe Biden spends half of his time at his vacation homes, and uh, they're discovering classified documents at the vacation homes. And all the while, Hunter Biden was living in, in their home in Delaware, paying $50,000 a month rent to live there, even though he's a crack-addled prostitute monger who, honestly, uh, kind of uh, not your best choice for a legal representative. Even one of those late-night uh, you know, ads saying, have you been injured in an accident? Uh, you call now. You would not call Hunter Biden. All right. So it would appear he seemed to be very, very well informed with regard to Ukraine, energy policy, Joe Biden, whatever. And he may have relayed some things that otherwise no one would know unless they were using maybe classified information. Now, yeah, that OK, that makes sense, because you see, he had classified documents in the residences and then Penn Biden Center and he moved them around and everything easy about it and you have to remember that this is at a time a month before he joined the Burisma board he needed money desperately <laughs> and because uh, to feed his drug habit and uh, they were going to pay him $83,000 a month Plus he got to hire the ladies to do not very much and obviously they were paying for his proximity to his father you think? and he was showing as he never did again uh, his value to them. And of course, having access to classified information um, would make his price much higher. And then uh, Mike Pence comes out last night and says, oh, oh, I had uh, classified documents too. Because, you know, Mike Pence is a rhino from hell and he'll never be the president. I mean, it's a nice thought, but it, he would have been uh, not even on the radar uh, until Donald Trump made him vice president. And since then, yeah, you know, He's not going to be the president. Here is uh, Ted Cruz talking about uh, how difficult it is to get classified documents as someone in power in Washington. I've been in the Senate 10 years. 100% of the classified documents I have ever read have been in the skiff in the basement of the Capitol. As you were just noting a minute ago, you check in your phone, you check in your AirPods, you check in your Fitbit, you go in with no electronics. You read them in the room and you leave the documents there. I don't know how the hell he got him out of there. I, I mean, it's Sandy Berger during the Clinton administration. Right. There is a way, but it's uh, <clears throat> really uncomfortable. He stuck classified documents in his underwear. I, I don't know if Biden did that or what <laughs> happened, but it raises serious questions, and, and, it, and it calls for a whole lot more investigation. Yeah, you would think. You would think. But the swamp dwellers are going to attempt to uh, defend them, like uh, Mike Pence. Um, and, and like uh, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham's also uh, defending because, you know, they're buddies. They're part of this cabal. They moved to Washington, D.C. They spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours, and then they make themselves incredibly, incredibly rich. Here is Senator Ron Johnson talking about the, uh, the latest document. Uh, what's very interesting is uh, the news reports now are, are highlighting an email that Hunter wrote to Devin Archer on April 13th, 2014. 
Uh, it reads, from my standpoint, uh, I mean, I've traveled overseas, and you get uh, what they call scene setters from the State Department. It reads like one of those scene setters. Uh, highly detailed information in terms yeah. of Ukraine. This is when uh, Devin Archer and, and uh, Hunter Biden were trying to get on the border of Burisma yeah, yeah. and you know, get their two, you know, three, four million dollars worth of payday, uh, trying to show, prove their worth. But April 13th, three days later, Vice President Biden meets with Devin Archer in the White House. Then President Biden goes to Ukraine, and he's listed as the, you know, the face of the Biden administration to Ukraine. Yeah. April 22nd, uh, Devin Archer joins the board of Burisma. Sometime soon after that, uh, Hunter Biden joins the board. So this is all happening in April. It's obvious that Hunter Biden is selling access to information. And does that have anything to do with some of the classified documents that uh, Vice President Biden was squirreling away in his You message? think? I don't know, but it looks incredibly <laughs> suspicious, but we're starting to stitch together this uh, sordid story of sleaze and corruption. We got uh, Terry in uh, Preston, Maryland on the phone. Hello, Terry. You've got some thoughts on uh, DirecTV and Newsmax. Go ahead. Hi. I was just thinking maybe there could be a billionaire or a conglomerate to buy out DirecTV or... Somebody get together and uh, set up their own satellites and a broadcast station, but I guess that's just out of the picture. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know. It would require it would require it would require billions of. Okay, I need to talk, Terry. So I need you to listen to my. It's a two way conversation. That's how phones generally work. Okay, um, Elon Musk did that with Twitter, and look what's happening to Elon Musk. Uh, as far as a conglomerate buying Directv. Uh, sure, that's a possibility. We know that as conservatives, we've had to do things like create our own uh, social media platforms, among others, Getter and Truth Social, to fight against the uh, the conglomerate, to, to fight against the left domination. So I, I can appreciate your, your thoughts on buying DirecTV or creating another, uh, another uh, network or another uh, platform for television channels. Um, that Down the road, heck yeah. Right now, what we have to do is convince the powers that be that uh, uh, censoring freedom of speech is not good programming, and uh, we need to make it. We need to make it uh, a painful to, for Directv if they decide to keep us off. We need to say screw it. Now, Terry, real quick, you said you were thinking about getting Directv, but uh, this would keep you from getting it. Right. The neighbor a day two days ago, we got. I went to talk to them, and I thought, well, shoot, maybe I should switch to that. And then this came out. To heard about it today. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not getting direct TV now. So, well, All right, Terry, I, I appreciate I appreciate your phone call. And I, maybe you're not hearing me uh, when he had the uh, miscue earlier, but I do appreciate your, your phone call today and your support. You're awesome. Okay? Uh, I want Newsmax.com. Go there and just uh, get signed up. And just tell uh, DirecTV, hey, man, we want, a, we want a free exchange of ideas. We want Newsmax there. We want uh, conservative media and liberal media to exist so you could switch from channel to channel. And if you're going to deny free speech, freedom of expression, based on political ideology, then, you know, we'll, we'll find another way to get programming. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know if you knew this, you can get uh, programming on your toaster. If you really wanted it, just go say, uh, hey, Siri, and your toaster will literally, on a piece of toast, your favorite news uh, uh, channel will pop up. It's, it's getting that crazy. Actually, it's not that simple, but you know what I'm saying. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's The Rob Carson Show. I love this song. This is Generation X uh, in the dawn of a new era of hip-hop. A song by Public Enemy called Fight the Power. Oh, listen, crank that up. Listen to this. 
Listen to that James Brown sample. I know. Pretty cool. Got to fight the power. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense these days because there's so many people trying to shut down free speech in a free country. Uh, whether that be the uh, DHS creating a department of disinformation and misinformation. Thankfully, we have uh, Elon Musk who came in and exposed all of this uh, nonsense, this full frontal assault on the First Amendment that has uh, uh, been a part of uh, discovering uh, what's going on. We've got a, a lawsuit against the Biden administration by the AG, the former AG of Missouri, the AG of Louisiana, and they're finding all sorts of stuff out, like the fact that the government is not on your side if you're conservative. If you're wondering where all of this, this direction against conservatism is, if you're wondering where all of this conservative apartheid has come from, have you, if you've ever wondered what I call now Dem Crow, all right, that keeps people from being able to express their conservative viewpoints online, keeps you from being a conservative comedian, keeps you from being a conservative actor, keeps you from, from expressing yourself with, uh, while being shouted down by being called names like racist and white supremacist and MAGA fascist and all that. That's where it all stems from. And now DirecTV is doing this to Newsmax because there are voices that are, they want conservatism shut down. And, and Newsmax is a conservative-leaning network. No doubt about it. Uh, MSNBC is a bat guano crazy left network. CNN is a very left-of-center network. We're not asking that they be removed from DirecTV. What we are asking you to do is to create an earthquake and go to IWantNewsmax.com and just say, hey, uh, put Newsmax back on. You can put it back on 349 where it's been, and uh, we're cool. And if you decide you're not going to, you know what? There are a million places that we can get your other programming. You know, like my, my wife insists that we binge watch Beat Bobby Flay. And I'm like, oh, okay. Every night, like four episodes of Beat Bobby Flay. Great. The, the secret ingredient is, uh, you know, walnuts. And, oh, the winner is, you know, <laughs> we can get that anywhere. So, you know, there you go. Or you can call uh, Congress at 202 224 3121. 202 224 3121. Of course, uh, Lindsey Graham is a swamp dweller. He always says, and you can't depend on Lindsey Graham. If you think Lindsey, Lindsey Graham is an ally of the conservative movement, he, Lindsey Graham uh, is only out for Lindsey Graham. I'm just going to tell you that right now. He is only out for Lindsey Graham. And here he is yesterday, after all of the crap we've discovered about the Bidens. Here he is saying, I would be shocked and surprised if it came out that uh, Joe Biden was corrupt. What are your national security questions? I just, what was, you know, what are, same thing for Trump. I mean, why did you do it? What were in the documents? How were they held? Who had access to them? Um, let me just say this. I'm known... President Biden for a long time. I don't think. See, this is the part of the club that you're not a part of. Now listen. I would be shocked if there's anything sinister here. Yeah, I'd be shocked if there's anything sinister here. You know what? There's no corruption in Washington D.C. and there's no voter fraud. Right? No, it's actually a swamp. That's why they call it a swamp. By the way. Did you hear about that? Uh, Josh Hawley has introduced a new act called the Pelosi Act to keep Congress from being able to uh, to uh, use insider trading information and enrich themselves because that's what Nancy Pelosi did. Uh, the act is called the Preventing Elected Leaders from Owning Securities and Investments. That spells out for those of you who uh, you know are uh, you know public education uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, it actually spells out Pelosi. It's called an acronym. 
The proposal came after Pelosi and her husband Paul traded stocks worth millions prior to Congress passing a subsidy package in 2022. And that, of course, was way before uh, Paul Pelosi got hammered in his uh, in his home and Nancy Pelosi wasn't there. And uh, they completely shut down any discussion of the story because there were so many uh, things that didn't add up and all that. Chris Salcedo from Newsmax joins us in a few. He's a conservative thought leader and a hell of a guy. That's on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact, carry, or full-size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 Striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you have always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. For all those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours, it's the Rob Carson Show. If you would like to get Newsmax back on DirecTV to stop their war on conservatism, they did the same thing to uh, OAN last year, and they're trying to do it to us now. Just go to IWantNewsmax.com or contact your Congress uh, member, if you would, 202-224-3121, 202-224-3121. This isn't, just, uh, this isn't just about getting Newsmax back on DirecTV. It's a metaphor for all of the crap we've been through and, uh, and a first step to fighting back against the deep state, big social media. Uh, the mainstream media, and what I consider um, conservative apartheid. It's been going on for a very long time. Uh, I like to call it, I call it yesterday, Dem Crow. It's Dem Crow is what it is. It's a new form of uh, thought, um, repression, and discrimination. That's what it is. Uh, Joining me on the Newsmax Hotline, Chris Salcedo, host of the Chris Salcedo Show. Chris, how you doing, my friend? I am doing well, and you are so on target, you don't even know how on target you are uh, on on calling it Dim Crow. Do you know why? Why? You so what? On what? You may know this name, Gianno Caldwell. Oh, yes. That's exactly where I was going. Gianno Caldwell was sitting in, in <laughs> yes. Florida yes. at a left-wingers, a white left-wingers uh, establishment yes. uh, having breakfast yeah. and revealed that he was a conservative black man. And nothing triggers a white liberal <laughs> like a, a person of color who was a conservative. Yeah. So this yeah. woman lost her ever-loving mind, said, you got to leave. The black man, the black conservative has to leave. Now, let's let's pivot yeah. to, to uh, AT&T's DISH, I'm sorry, uh, uh, DirecTV. Yes. DirecTV. Yes. Now, I, your liberty-loving Latino, have a daily show. <laughs> On on Newsmax yes. and and 
upon learning that another one of we people of color didn't buy into left-wing extremism and Marxism, championed by AT&T and their anti-American, anti-competitive, in-bed-with-government nonsense, upon learning that another one of these people of color has gone over and started thinking for themselves and started talking about conservatism and freedom and liberty, that's something they could not stand. So in essence, just like Gianno Caldwell was asked to leave a white liberals restaurant because they didn't, uh, nothing triggers them. They, They wanted to punish a person of color who's a conservative. So too does AT&T and DirecTV want to punish your liberty-loving Latino and silence me because I dared oppose their white liberal Marxist sensibility. Yeah, I came up with the idea after the uh, Gianno Caldwell story. I said Dem Crow. Uh, and I had been saying, Chris, uh, you know, conservative apartheid has been around for a very long time. I started writing for Rush Limbaugh uh, <clears throat> about 1989, 1990, right out of college. And I immediately knew that most probably I would never host The Tonight Show. Because I honestly, and then I literally, uh, like about 12, 13 years ago, I was trying to audition for Oprah's own network to do a show like a comedy show, interview show. You know, I like to cook and all that. And uh, they, this woman called me from uh, from uh, uh, the guy who did Survivor. Anyway, I uh, said, "Oh my God, where have you been my entire life? Oh my God, Rob Carson, you are so talented. You are so this and so that." And I'm thinking, "I have got it made, bro. I am finally gonna get it. I want to get it." And they never called me back. And I found out. They found out. I'm a conservative. I wrote for Rush. Limbaugh. And that's been that way. It took Chris Ruddy of Newsmax to find me and he used the same line. Where the hell have you been? I said, well, I've been in an abusive relationship with radio. And he mm-hmm. gave me a TV show and he gave me a, and he gave me a, a radio show. He created a radio venture because of me. And I think, I think, Chris, I really do believe that there's a reason why you're here, why I'm here at this time as uh, fellow Gen Xers, by the way, um, and, and the direction of the country. And I think we have to be the firewall that stops this nonsense turns the country from nonsense back to common sense. What happened to Gianno Caldwell was a thought version of the Woolworth's lunch counter. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. Now, you, with your background, you're going to know exactly what I mean when I'm, when I'm going to say, what I'm about ready to say, that, that my entire career as as your liberty loving latino as my entire career i have never ever ever been discriminated against by a conservative or a republican every every single person yeah. who has given me a platform to speak and 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 want to know my opinion has been a republican or a conservative now conversely conversely anyone who has ever wanted to shut me up has been a liberal, progressive, yeah. socialist Democrat. Rob, yeah. don't doubt me. Oh, I don't doubt you at all. No, that, that, that's, uh, that's I, the Rush Limbaugh thing. Don't, don't doubt me. Rush Limbaugh, talent on loan from God. <laughs> no, you're, you're exactly right. And and it's really, uh, they put the pedal to the metal on uh, freedom of expression because they know we're over the target. We're over the target in so many different ways. And and I got to tell you, I, wanna, I, I thank God for Elon Musk. 
Uh, I thank God for the AG, former AG of the state of Missouri and Louisiana, for uh, pursuing this lawsuit and uncovering all of the malfeasance that we knew. Chris, we knew it. Chris, you know, when when they say, when you're on social media, how many times uh, have you been banned, taken down, uh, shadow banned, uh, your reach limited by Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, any of those, Chris? Oh, yeah, often, quite often. As a matter of fact, I am still in Elon Musk's Elon Musk's Twitter. I am. I was. I was banned the day before the election. I wow. am still banned on Twitter with no explanation. Well, you know what happened to me on Facebook. I, I was really starting to build a following on Facebook, and uh, uh, in 2018, I was a part of a 29 Facebook pages, 17 million followers. A uh, gentleman who had uh, invested his entire life savings into uh, promoting and building this, and I used to have I was reaching uh, 260, 280,000 people a week, which is not bad for a single Facebook page. And Facebook made all of those pages disappear on October 31st of 2018, along with 800 and 11 other conservative pages. Then, the day after, the day after the election of 2020, my Facebook page disappeared. And I never got any recourse, any excuse. It just suddenly popped up the middle of last year like it never even happened. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Now, look, I, I'm not even sure you're going to be able to hear this. Yes. But I, this is what I think is going on because, you know, we just had the Davos thing. Yes. Uh, and, and, and one of the Bond villains over in Davos, uh, decided that, that she would, one of these EU commissioners, yes. and going after Elon Musk and going after free speech. Yeah. And again, they all sound like evil Bond villains, yeah. but this, this is the prescription. They want to take away our free speech. And you tell me if you can hear this, but here she is. L listen to this lady. Hold on. All right, go ahead. No, I, can, I cannot hear it. You can't hear it. Well, now, but I know what you're talking about. I, I know what you're talking about. I, I will play that. But she literally did fire a warning shot over the bow of Elon Musk saying that freedom of speech would not be allowed on Twitter yeah. uh, in, you know, around the world, essentially. Crazy. It's yeah. absolutely nuts. Yeah. It, I, she said that it's come, the, the, the suppression of free speech is coming to America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I heard that. They literally said that if it isn't – listen, it's already here. We already know it's here. And fortunately, we've gotten wind of it. She may it's still it's think that it's coming, Chris, but – It's at TV. It's at AT&T and Direct yeah, TV. That's true. Yeah. You're, you're, you are spot on. And uh, and this is the time that we need to uh, we need to, uh, to fight back. And, Chris, you know, you look at all the layoffs that are happening right now. Uh, Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, uh, um, uh, Meta, all these places are cutting massively. And right now, DirecTV knows that. They know that they are dying. They know the only way to increase interest in those networks is to get rid of the competition. That's what this is all about. Right. And, and you know what? I was having a conversation with a chief of staff from a politician today that shall rem remain nameless. Yes. But th this isn't just a business deal between two companies. I said, you, you've got to have the larger picture. I said, pretty soon, you Republicans, the only voice, uh, the only opportunity you're going to have to get out there and have your voice heard will be on CNN and MSNBS and every left wing, every left wing outlet, because that'll be the only voice that's that's heard because they are they are they are told to behave by left-wing standards i think i know why you couldn't hear it i i think i know why you, you should uh, be able to hear this try it now because i've had some trouble playing audio down skype but try it again yeah here, uh, our message was clear we, yeah. we have the rules 
which has to which have to be complied with, and otherwise there will be sanctions. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So we have the rules. Yes. You must not be uh, talking out of turn against the, the left wing overseers at AT&T and, and, uh, yeah. and Direct TV. And if you talk outside the rules, then there will be sanctions. You know, do they, I, I don't think, uh, does everybody in the, uh, the WEC have a German accent? Because I don't think that's helping their cause much. You no, know, it's, it's like Dr. <laughs> Evil was cast over there. It was like, it's like, gee, Dr. Evil number one, Dr. Evil number two. And there's a little mini me. There's another, there's another Dr. Evil. And they're uh, all out there trying to steal our rights. It's absolutely bat guano crazy. Well, it, when when you hear the word disinformation, and I discovered this a year ago, Chris, a couple years ago, I said, "Huh, that sounds oddly familiar." And I and I did a little uh, action. I did a little. I, I went to DuckDuckGo because Google censors you. Uh, it, Google does two things: it tells you uh, what you can and cannot buy, and what you can and cannot hear, and what opinions to have. That's what Google is all about. That's what it's all about. Left wing, uh, but that's what Google is all about, uh, and uh, and it, you know this, it's it's about time that we did something about it. But uh, disinformatia comes from Joseph Stalin, 1923, and his rise to power. He knew that he would have to shut down dissent, so he said disinformatia. He created a department of disinformatia. He chose a Western-sounding word, so it would sound more palatable. And uh, he went on to create uh, 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 labor camps and re-education camps and all of that. And you know because we did such a his poor job of educating our kids with regard to history, uh, the, the left was able to take that word by you, used by Joseph Stalin and put his same plan uh, in place here, Chris. They're so tolerant. <laughs> They're so tolerant, aren't they? I mean, uh, isn't the American left the epitome of tolerance? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Chris, no, here's... That's, I'm sorry, that's, that's the biggest piece of garbage yeah. that this the left wing has been shoveling out for years oh we're the tolerant ones we're the scientific ones oh yeah the people the, the scientific ones the won't the ones who won't use given data actual known data and are making uh health decisions for americans based on politics oh yeah you're the scientific people oh yeah we get it yeah Not i think i think we're we're done with it chris i i think that 2023 is the year of a new american revolution uh i've said that we for years uh, starting when i lived in washington dc i said that we have we are living a tale of two cities we've got a bourgeois we've got a proletariat they feast while we uh dine on the crumbs this is going on internationally it is now here we have people who move to washington dc they're president for a while they leave with hundreds of millions of dollars in their bank account when the hell did that happen chris when I did that happen right there with you my friend i am right there with you because it is no longer a government of by and for the people it's a government of by and for the government and that's sorry that's not america and a lot of americans are starting to wake up and realize well and, this never ends well for the despots i mean we've got like i said the bourgeois the proletariat we have a we have a bastille in washington dc now where political prisoners are being punished to the nth degree, uh, and and they keep adding to that. We've got an out-of-control FBI and DOJ, and I, it never ends well for the despots. Uh, sooner or later, heads will roll, literally or figurative, figuratively here. Uh, you know, maybe something else will happen elsewhere, but we do it by, uh, by fighting back, by uh, lawsuits, by shutting people down, by investigations, by uh, trials, and by prosecutions. That's how we're going to do 
do it. And and it's going to start today, if you would. And this is, I think, I think Newsmax is a metaphor for it because Newsmax is reaching 13 million people on DirecTV. MSNBC is failing. CNN is failing. And the only thing that DirecTV can do to get those uh, networks some help in their time of need is to get rid of Newsmax and others. They got rid of OAN last year. They're trying to get rid of us now. I want Newsmax.com is where you need to go. Chris, what do you got on the show today, man? I have, well, we're going to be talking about this. We got a member of Congress, praise God, will be talking about this. Uh, Mark Halperin also going to Love be it. on because I think uh, many people have a perception of Mark that he is is, is kind of left leaning. But the way, the reason why he's a value to the Salcedo show is he can get into to areas, to Democrat yeah. areas, find out what's on their mind, what they're thinking. And and never have I ever heard Mark Halperin yeah. support suppression of free speech, which is exactly what AT&T is standing for today. All right, Chris, I appreciate you talking to me, you uh, freedom-loving Latino. you got to say Latino. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> always good to talk to you, man. Check out your show, 4 o'clock Eastern. Go to NewsmaxTV.com. They haven't taken that away from us for all of the uh, all of the listing. Chris, have a glorious one, man. Take care of yourself. Hey. Thanks, pal. All right, let's take a break. It's Rob Carson Show. The left burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's the Rob Carson Show. If you get a chance, go to uh, IWantNewsmax.com. Defend free speech. In case you haven't heard, DirecTV decided last night at midnight to drop Newsmax from its lineup. Fourth largest cable a news organization in the country, a powerful uh, voice with regard to conservative media. So if you want to fight back, go to IWantNewsmax.com. Direct TV. They cancel Newsmax with a phony argument. They have no proof. So Direct TV. <laughs> today yeah. and said come get your dish off of my roof this is Jim Gossett by the way he's a genius yeah off my roof that's where their dish will go instead of get off my lawn say get off my roof direct TV cause what they did to Newsmax was so low just go get it off my roof. Right. Yeah, it did not get up there anyway. It's drilled into my roof here. Direct TV. They pay big fat fees <laughs> to left wing networks that nobody sees. Please, please, Direct TV. Again, go to uh, IWantNewsmax.com. I'd appreciate it. I really would. Um, because you know what? We're not asking for any special favors. We're just asking to be able to compete in the arena of ideas. That's all. You know, that's uh, what the First Amendment is all about. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who um, who uh, don't tolerate that. They don't want to tolerate it because um, they hate America. Think about that. The left hates America. They really, really hate America. They hate... Uh, Barack Obama said we needed to fundamentally change it. Why? Slavery! No, yeah, see, that was a long time ago, and uh, we uh, try to um, uh, form a more perfect union. We try to get better all the time. And sometimes we do a face plant. And sometimes we fail. Slavery was the way of the world. 
back in 1776. But you know what? There were colonies before 1776 that didn't allow uh, slavery. That was pretty forward thinking, by the way. It was. Well, what about the legacy of slavery? Well, you know, Democrats did that. It's called Jim Crow. <laughs> they founded the KKK. They were the party of slavery. I have said over and over again, I, I really, uh, if, you, if you look at the history of the Democrat Party, you got to kind of wonder if they were ever, ever a force for good. And I would venture to say not so much. No, not so much. Um, not at all, actually. This is a, a pastor, Vince Everett Ellison, uh, a black man talking about last night on Tucker's show about uh, the Democrat Party. Now you have Christian people and people of the book voting for a party that uh, last week voted against a law that would mandate that doctors give aid to children that survive abortion. Oh. Yeah, they voted to allow children to die. On the table. This is a party that uh, 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 allows for and, and, and wants to support nine-month abortion for children. This is a party that believes in this transgender uh, sexual grooming thing to a point where they'll allow... Well, they yeah, and they want to shut down free speech if you disagree with any of it. Might want to rethink your affiliation. There you go. Let's take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number three of the Rob Carson Show. I've said that uh, this year will be the uh, year of a new American revolution. I was hoping that something would happen in the midterms, but you see, uh, the Democrat Party has a massive vote harvesting operation in the country. They do. And, uh, and we are... Uh, we are uh, woefully um, unprepared for it. And I've, I've seen it before. You see it in places like I lived in Cincinnati and Detroit. And I didn't live in Detroit, thank God, because uh, I'm still alive. You, know, you can tell. Um, but anyway, or, or, you know, Baltimore, whatever. And, uh, and there it is. You know, they go to nursing homes. Uh, we saw, I don't know if you knew this, there were 90 plus nursing homes in uh, Pennsylvania where even though uh, half of the residents there are unable to vote, some not even conscious, and yet 97% of them managed to vote in the last election, the 2020 election. Where'd that story go? How would you feel if that was your mom? Yeah. So, uh, you know, if we can't do it by election, then by God in heaven, we are going to have to do it with information. We are going to have to do it with a uh, now uh, conservative House of Representatives. That's it. That's the firewall. And that's the basis on which we build this new American revolution. We turn this ship around and we turn away from nonsense and we return to common sense. See what I did there? Yeah, you know, I'm kind of smart that way. I come up with these kind of cool expressions and stuff. Like, don't catch the stupid. And uh, you were living through Dim Crow. You know, these are the things that I do because, you know, I'm kind of smart that way. Uh, Barbara in Baltimore, one of my, no, I'm going to say it right now. My favorite caller joins oh. us on the phone. Hello, Barbara. How are you? Well, I'm getting my mojo back. Some good come on. <laughs> I'm you, I'm having a rough time. I know you were having a rough time. You were getting all despondent and everything. And I, oh, man. I had to check out for a minute. You know, but you know, as I see the Biden crime family syndicate get exposed, it's almost like I'm watching The Sopranos on television. I'm <laughs> and I love it. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. This is it. Especially, especially with now that uh, Miranda Devine has exposed that email. Where he's giving security briefings that obviously came from some papers that Joe stuffed down in his pants because 
He stole the documents. Everybody, they keep trying to compare Donald Trump to having documents, even Mike Pence. Uh, you know, and I'm beginning to think Mike Pence kind of threw a lifeline to but. Well, of course he did. That's what Mike Pence did. Well, you know, I have documents in my... Oh, shut up, Mike. You're never going to be the president. Go ahead. Never. Never. <laughs> You're right. not. Actually, he, he threw him a lifeline. And, uh, but anyway, the bottom line is Joe Biden stole those documents, and then he used them to sell us out. Well, yeah, listen, Barbara, you know, it's interesting. You know, you hear, you hear supposedly smart people uh, on uh, on radio and whatnot, and, and you realize that, you know, sometimes you get so smart and you're so esoteric and you've been so involved in media and all this for so many years, you fail to realize the obvious. For instance, I heard Bill O'Reilly today. Nothing against Bill O'Reilly. He's a brilliant guy. He's written a lot of great books and all that. But he's like, he hadn't figured out uh, how the documents were there and why the documents were there. Well, why, did, why did they search for him in the first place? Well, here's the deal. The FBI I knew he had the dang documents. They told Biden that you need to get your lawyers to go get those documents. That's what happened. The, the, the FBI knew he had them. And, and so the, they went and got the uh, documents, and then the story got out, and, and now the snowball effect has happened. I think what it is is, uh, you know, uh, uh, I think that uh, Barack Obama is cutting the marionette strings. That's what I think it's all about. I think they're Democrat Party, and I said this two weeks ago Monday when the story started to break. I said that Joe Biden has uh, extent, expended his usefulness to the Democrat Party. And also, Barbara, another thing that you think, most smart people would get is that Joe Biden will not be able to run for president in 2024. You may think he had, but I got to tell you, and I know this because I've had a lot of relatives when I grew up, <clears throat> we had an older relative. This is the way families should do it. My mom invited my dad's mother to live with us, built an addition out of the house, our uncle Virgil, our aunt Colleen, and all of them uh, aged gracefully and, and uh, got dementia. And Dementia doesn't get better. As much as you'd like to think it will, it won't. So, you know, let's just stop with the nonsense and just kind of look at some common sense and say that Joe Biden should not run for president. He won't be able to run for president, and he's beyond corrupt. Go ahead, Barbara. He is absolutely beyond corrupt because that goes back decades. All you got to do is look at all of those big houses and the money coming in. I mean... His corruption is so deep that it's unbelievable. It, it, you just can't can't wrap your mind around it, and that's what was distressing. No, we know that uh, the Penn Biden Center got about fifty one million dollars. The University of Pennsylvania got seventy million dollars from the Chinese Communist Party. No, it's it's uh, business people in China. No. You don't have a business. You don't operate in China unless you are down with the Chinese Communist Party. And by the way, there's only one entity, maybe a couple billionaires out there, but there really is only one entity that can turn over that kind of money and give it to a worthless little uh, uh, money laundering operation. And that's a government, Barbara, because business people don't say, here's $70 million for the Penn Biden Center that isn't going to do anything. But if a person's in a position of power and they, uh, their son got, you know, uh, money from the Chinese Communist Party, gift cards from the Chinese Communist Party, $5 million no payback loan from the Chinese Communist Party, control of a $1.5 billion uh, uh, hedge fund uh, with the gas companies in China, they're the only people who have the money to do something like this, Barbara. Absolutely, and bingo on all of that. I've got a couple, you know, I've got to thank you. 
for exposing Lindsey Graham. Oh, my gosh, I can't stand it. I, I even sent uh, President Trump a little true social uh, message. He needs to disinvite this guy from ever being around him. Lindsey Graham is, like, uh, one of the worst. And the other question I have is, why is the Biden administration broadcasting war strategy? Why? Why are you sending some Abrams tanks? Why do you put that on the news, man? Barbara, I've been... I'm very, very concerned about what's going on in Ukraine. I'm very concerned that we've sent or are in the process of sending $120 billion to a uh, a country that has been known for its corruption. And Joe Biden is so down with corruption. I mean, he literally uh, told the previous president, a uh, leader of Ukraine, that uh, unless they, uh, the, the chief uh, investigators stop looking at corruption with regard to Burisma on, uh, on whose board... Uh, Hunter Biden had a no-show job, $80,000 a month, that unless they ceased that uh, corruption investigation, that Joe Biden would take $1 billion of our tax money off the table unless he was fired and summarily that day, and Joe Biden said it on tape, the prosecutor was fired and Burisma was able to continue as it was. I mean, there's just a point where I'm not going to debate this anymore. I'm not going to get into a, a, a mental masturbation session with idiots like Joe Scarborough when there is so much overwhelming evidence that uh, that I'm, I'm just not going to listen to the falder all in the BS anymore. I, I don't have time for it. The country doesn't have time for you making up excuses for obvious corruption backed up by a laptop, backed up by backed up by uh, illegal uh, uh, actions by the federal government in in uh, in combination with the Biden family. Absolutely. And one last thing, uh, you spoke about uh, Kevin McCarthy growing a pair. Here's to have grown a pair. Thank God. Those twenty patriots. <laughs> Those 20 Patriots and the 15 votes that it took for him to be speaker is how he grew them. They planted the seeds, and now we can see he's stronger because of it. And I got to see one of my old favorites, Newt Gingrich, on another show where he said those 15 votes made him stronger. Yes. Yeah, and and look at how the left. Anytime the left uh, caterwauls against something, uh, anytime the left or the swamp says, "Oh, this is unprecedented. It's been a hundred years. They've never done it this way." Well, look at what that hundred years has gotten us. And it's about time that the American people were able to. We send elected representatives to D.C. and then we have no choice after they get there. We have no say after they get there. That's why that stupid uh, spending bill was passed before the mid terms because of Mitch McConnell. All right, that's why. But we said bullcrap. And we realized that when we called Capitol Hill and we overwhelmed their their switchboards to shut down that omnibus spending bill, that they wouldn't and didn't listen to us. So we called our representatives who we just sent to Washington and you said, you get this out in the open and you make Kevin McCarthy do what we want, what the country needs, or screw it. And they did it. And they held it, and they suffered slings and arrows, and look what it got them. And Kevin McCarthy is answering to the people, not to the party. Absolutely. I have one other question. Yeah. And my question is this. Do you think it would be wise for Ron DeSantis to take the option off the table of giving these people something to put him against Trump if he just do what he's doing in Florida and take care of that state 
throw his support behind Trump, say he endorsed him, take that off the table, because one thing's for sure, Donald Trump is the only person, the only one, who can go into D.C. like a bull in a china closet and not worry about being reelected. Yeah, and you know what else? Well, Barbara, um, Ron DeSantis hasn't put anything on the table. Uh, The left is putting Ron DeSantis on the table. Ron Ron DeSantis has never said he's interested in running for president. He's never said he's interested in running for president, Barbara. All he said is, I'm running the state of Florida. So all of of this other fantasy about Ron DeSantis being the candidate in 2024, he hasn't expressed an interest in it. Absolutely, and I love that. And if they thought Mike Pence, because he was a trailing number three, could become viable, now with his uh, classified documents, he might have thrown Biden a lifeline, but that was his destiny. Well, here's the thing, Barbara. He didn't throw Biden the lifeline because it isn't about the class. It isn't about the classified documents. Uh, I don't really care. I, I opened the show today. I said they found uh, uh, they found some classified documents in uh, George Washington's sarcophagus. You know, they're going to come up with all this nonsense, and and they think the mainstream media thinks it's about classified documents. It's not. It's about what Biden did. It's about sharing what was in those classified documents as the president of the United States. So Amen. finding classified documents, Mike Pence, you know, the, the, the classified documents in Donald Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago, which he was entitled to have, which he could have easily made uh, not classified, and he may have done that completely under lock and key and all that. It's a non-factor. It's what Joe Biden did with the classified information in those documents in an unsecured location where his son had access to them. And he was working with his business partners and a very corrupt gas company in Ukraine. That's all that matters, Barbara. Yes. And I all right. Now. All right, you keep the mojo going, Barbara. Don't be getting down. I, you know, you are a much better person than that. We, uh, you have to be a joyful warrior, Barbara. And I will fight on joyfully. Thank you. All right. All right. God bless you. God bless you. We'll talk again soon. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. The left has been trying to get you to hate America for 50 years. And we're fighting it, and we're fighting it hard. Guess what? It ain't working. It's The Rob Carson Show. Now on WOR in New York. One of the preeminent talk radio stations in the country. They are adding us to their lineup. We're starting off on the weekend on Sunday morning, 6 o'clock. I know it's early, the whole deal. But uh, kind of dipping their toes into it. Kind of dipping their toes into it. And it is, uh, it's really, it's an honor. It's an honor. Uh, You know my connection to the Rush Limbaugh show. I was there when he first started out. I was there as a kid you know, in my early 20s, when Rush Limbaugh signed on in New York City. And, man, I thought, oh, my gosh, this guy is a phenom. <laughs> this, is, this is phenomenal. And, and it was really cool. <clears throat> my first visit to New York City my entire life was uh, about a year and a half ago, two year, maybe two years. And I was invited to broadcast. No, it was about a year and a half ago. Uh, I was invited to broadcast from Newsmax Studios. Newsmax was the company that discovered this guy, me. And uh, Chris Reddy invited me to broadcast tonight, and I in the shadow of the Chrysler building. I've never seen the Chrysler building. It was like, wow, wow. And, uh, and I was across the street and five stories up from where Rush Limbaugh got his start. 
Two Penn Plaza, 17th floor. You know why? Two Penn Plaza, 17th floor. You know I know that? Because when I first started for Rush, I would record my voice parts and my script on tape and FedEx it overnight to get to him. And then Johnny Donovan would put it together. And then... Um, and then, you know, then the magic happened. Here, let me give you an example. Hold on a second here. <clears throat> let me see if I can find one here. This is, uh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on one second. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. This is what I did during the Clinton administration. Uh, this is uh, uh, The Lion King came out, the Disney uh, movie Lion King. And uh, Bill, Bill Clinton was in, uh, in office, and we all know what he was famous for, and it wasn't cigars. It was uh, not telling the truth. So we did this. Whitewater Pictures presents the year's biggest blockbuster, a story of a young cub destined for infamy. Bill Clinton is the Lion King. I will accept nothing less than universal coverage for 100% of the animal population. Uh, did I say 100%? <laughs> well, what I meant to say was 95%. Bill Clinton is Scamba, the Lion King, a leader guided by his natural instinct to cover up the truth and guided by the spirit of his departed father. Scamba, you will never ever be a truly great president. What do you mean, JFK? I try real hard. I, I feel their pain. Sure, I don't have any foreign policy, but what's holding me back? Scamba, you will never be great because you lie all the time. I don't lie all the time. Scamba, you're hopeless. I don't lie most of the time. Join Scamba and his friends, the media hyenas, as they trudge across the American savannah, along with Scamba's constant companion, Al Gorilla. Oh, uh, Mr. President, where's your pride? Oh, Al Gorilla, they're back in Arkansas. Let's see, there's a blonde, a brunette, a red, and this girl <laughs> off the road. And, and it's a jungle yeah. out there. We all know who the real king of the jungle is around here, don't we, Willie? Yes, dear. Bill Clinton is the Lion King. You'll love it. I promise. <laughs> no, I swear, man. No, I'm not kidding. No. So anyway, as I was saying... <clears throat> I'd send the work parts on a reel-to-reel -reel and, and, uh, and the script that I printed off and send it to New York to Two Penn Plaza, 17th floor. And then you got that. And for those of you who, you know, maybe you're Gen Xers like me, maybe you're boomers, greatest generation, you, you maybe recall that. But that's where it all started. And that's why it's such an honor to be on WOR, an iHeart radio station. It is, uh, yeah. I, went to, I went to New York for Christmas, and I broadcast live with Newsmax, and I got invited to uh, the Church of Radio, to iHeart Studios. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like Oz. <laughs> I mean, just, it was something else. So uh, thank you to WOR. This means more than you'll ever know, and I promise you, uh, you won't be disappointed. And I'll tell you also, uh, I think the people of New York are going to get a little taste, and they're going to go, I want some more. <clears throat> So, uh, Kevin McCarthy grew a couple, I guess. They went from, uh, I don't know, pea size to, uh, to uh, maybe softball, bordering on coconut. It, it, you know, it's getting there. McCarthy has appointed members to a select committee on weaponization of the federal government. This includes Jim Jordan. He's going to chair that thing. Love me some Jim Jordan. Thomas Massey. Elise Stefanik. Chip Roy. Boom! 
Greg Stubbe just fell off a roof, but he's uh, recovering quite nicely, and he's going to kick some butt. Uh, Kat Kamek, meow, she's fantastic. And uh, Harriet Hagelin, who, by the way, uh, beat Liz Cheney by 40 points in a primary in Wyoming. Beat her by 40 points. And she hasn't been getting a lot of media coverage. Because uh, you may not know this, but Harriet Hageman is going to set the world on fire. Yeah, she and uh, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Huckabee Hageman ticket. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. So uh, that's going to be happening. And then also, uh, he has decided to kick uh, Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell off the Intel panel. I don't have time to get to the audio from Kevin McCarthy. But uh, basically, it's getting so bad for the Democrat Party, you can't even have sex with a, with a Chinese spy like Eric Swalwell uh, and be on the Intel Committee, which kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, kind of. Matthew Faraci joins us, wrote a piece in the Daily Caller about taking 2023 uh, back to the conservative party, coming back, free to make it a comeback. That's coming up. Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's the Rob Carson Show. My friend Matthew Faraci has written a terrific piece in the uh, Daily Caller. It's uh, Conservatives Can Make 2023 Their Year. Uh, Matthew is the founder, president of Inspire Buzz and Gideon 300, co-founder and executive producer of the award-winning Angel Studios original TV series, The Chosen. He currently produces The Tuttle Twins, by the way, gigantic. His work in conservative faith-based media has been profiled by media outlets around the world and now... On the Rob Carson Show? Could it get any better than that? I'm right. I'm on the Rob Carson Show. Listen, seriously, drop the mic, drop the mic. This is my drop the mic moment. (laughs) Um, Matthew, uh, I'm optimistic about 2023. I understand why the midterms happened. It's not uh, what you think it was. It was caused by uh, a massive uh, political machine by the Democrat Party that could overcome a 5 million vote advantage by conservatives and managed to put just the number of people in to keep us from owning the Senate, uh, among other things. Uh, But I I, I know it's crazy, right? Don't you you realize that there's no corruption in Washington, D.C., according to Lindsey Graham? I'm just shocked. And and there's no voter fraud. I mean, honestly, they should just send Jesus to Washington, D.C., or, you know, whatever prophet you ascribe to, because, honestly, uh, you know, I don't think you could do much. They just did. They just did. He spoke at the March for Life last week. Jesus did? Well, the guy that played TV Jesus. Oh, TV Jesus. Yeah, I saw I saw TV Jesus. That was a good speech, by the way. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was a pretty good it speech. Was, it was. It was a terrific speech. I thought. I thought the March for Life was something else. I thought it was really cool because it happened after Roe v. Wade went bye bye. Uh, you know my story. I'm the product of a rape. I was giving up for adoption, and and I, so I've got a few. Uh, I've got a few arrows in my quiver. And and uh, Matthew, I don't know if you know this. Uh, uh, we are already uh, 25 days into the new year, and there have not been any um, uh, a giant explosion in back alley abortions. It's weird. It's like they were almost lying to us. Again, I'm just I'm just shocked, really. <laughs> so let's Speechless. talk let's talk about your piece here because uh, 2023 can be the year for conservatives. Why don't you give me kind of a, a thumbnail sketch of why you think that uh, that we are going to uh, turn away from nonsense and return to common sense, and uh, conservatives are going to finally uh, leave this conservative apartheid behind? Well, I, yeah. Well, thank. First of all, thank you for putting it that way. Uh, the great Carson, I have to refer to you as the great Whatever. Carson. No, you don't. Uh, th- 
Thank, thank you. Uh, thank you for putting it that way, because one of one I mean, one of my frustrations is that I think people, you know, when you're when you're in these circles, people constantly complain and it's almost become a culture of I complain. Therefore, I did something. Yes. I watched I watched uh, I watched uh, Greg Kelly and I got mad and I yelled at the TV. I yelled at Newsmax and I've now checked the box and I've accomplished something. Meanwhile, the other side is, that, you know, in fact, there was a poll that that summit did with McLaughlin and Associates, and one of the questions was: It was last year before the election. Are you, are you active in politics and uh, or in the civic process? And it was fascinating because on the right they said, if you're act, are you active in the civic process? And people on the right said, absolutely. Well, what do you do? I vote. Okay, great. You vote. Wonderful. Good. That's a start. Yeah. They asked the left, what do you do? And essentially they said. I work every single week on some kind of cause, and I actively spend my time, my free time, pushing that cause forward. And then you ask yourself, why is one side winning and the other side losing? Well, one side's uh, going to TGI Fridays and planning that next vacation, and the other side's trying to change the culture. And so that's been my frustration. And I feel like there's a critical mass of people in the truth business. It's not left or right, right? It's what Ronald Reagan used to say. It's 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 uh, politics is vertical, not horizontal. Right. Yeah. And that there are there are people enough people in the truth business like yourself, Rob, who are saying, you know what, I'm going to get uh, you're you're the perfect story. You said I was doing one thing. No, I'm going to get into the game. I'm going to use the skills and talents that I have. I'm going to innovate and I'm going to start uh, getting the word out. And this is happening in two two big areas. One is in reporting and in journalism, which is now becoming um uh, it, it's becoming very independent, and there's lots of opportunities. We can talk about that. Yes. And then also in the entertainment world, that's finally happening. And yes. So now people that just want to whine and complain really have no excuse because there are things to get involved in. Yeah. Now, uh, you <clears throat> you surely know that Newsmax was deplatformed by DirecTV last night. Uh, you make a point in your article. Uh, you said five years ago how many people knew about Newsmax. I'll be honest, five years ago, I didn't. Okay? I, I didn't. Uh, and and then it, then I began to discover it. I didn't. And then I get a call from a guy named Chris Reddy uh, when I was working at a car <laughs> a car. De- I was working at a car dealership. And believe it or not, I was pretty good at selling cars. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but he called me. He says, "Where have you been?" And he brought me on board. And that's when I discovered uh, what Newsmax was all about. And uh, and look, as soon as Newsmax now fourth. Uh, biggest cable ch- uh, uh, news cable channel in America, uh, 13 million viewers on DirecTV. Clearly, Newsmax is over the target. And lo and behold, what does DirecTV do? They took us off the platform last night. So uh, I'm going to fight to get us back on the platform. But you are saying there are a lot of other places where <clears throat> we are really reaching people, uh, whether that be on different. I mean, it's clear, right? I mean, Steve Bannon is one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And he created out a whole cloth. So th- we have an impact. It is being heard. Uh, we have to work on those other. Well, you give me your advice. Tell me, what do you think? It was it was the three things that I was talking about. And it's exactly what you said. First of all, Rob, is we've got to work together. So I don't care if you're uh, a Newsmax supporter or if you like Daily Wire or if you like Real America's Voice or whatever. Yep. The point is, the point is. And Chris Ruddy believes this in his soul, and that's one of the things I respect about Chris the most. He's always been this way. A rising tide lifts all ships. Yes, sir. We have to help. We have to help each other. 
And everybody in the movement needs to come now to the defense of Newsmax because as the founders told us, right, we either hang together or we, I don't remember which founder said this, but <laughs> said we either hang together or sure enough, we'll hang separately. Right? Right. Or, or, um, or a house divided uh, will fall like uh, Abraham Lincoln said. Yes. Uh, the second thing we need to do is, and this, this hits the nail on the head with DirecTV, is we need to start building our own infrastructure. Stop depending on, like, DirecTV for now, yes, great. But in the future, I want to see a world where we don't need Google, where we don't need Facebook, where we don't need DirecTV, where we don't need any of these platforms because we have our own infrastructure and we're not dependent on these people. Well, Matthew, because ultimately they don't like us. But you know, also, I mean, if you look at like, for instance, this is going to be an ugly year economically for America. What are the big uh, the big companies that are doing cutting? Disney, CNN, Vox. Yeah. Uh, 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 they're all left lean. MSNBC, uh, Washington Post, Washington Post. They won't even tell you how many people they're laying off at the Washington Post. But apparently, you don't need a thousand reporters to reprint what the Democrat Party emails you. It's weird that way, but but it's already have an impact. Disney has a new CEO because they thought they'd go woke. Eminem Mars decided they'd make their their Eminem uh, characters uh, into uh, lesbian and a, a plus sized um, you know body acceptance. Which is kind of weird because M&Ms have no nutritional value and they cause obesity. But people are saying no to the nonsense. So what we can do in the meantime is, you know, uh, contact DirecTV or a congressman, get us back on while, we, while we're working on something else. Go ahead. No, 100%. 100%. I, and, and notice, Rob, they did it at midnight, right? So... So yeah. uh, lots of lots of bravery there. Yeah. Lots of bravery there. Um, yeah. And this is the thing. This is this is what struck me. It's the fourth largest cable channel. So, OK, I, I, I told a friend this morning. All right. Let's just say that it, it was purely business and there was a disagreement over, over the over the business deal. Right. Yeah. Let's just let's just let's just give them absolute credit that they don't deserve. Yeah. Then we're, then the question is. You really are they going to cancel CNN? Because I'm sorry, we're we're getting the number CNN's getting. Yeah. They're going to cancel MSNBC. Yeah. Oh wait, oh wait, I'm sorry. It's not about a business deal. It's about viewpoint discrimination. Yeah. That's what this is. This is about free speech. Well, Matthew, and, I've, I've and, said I've said know. that we are we are living through a, a conservative apartheid. It's been going on for 35 years in this country. Uh, Rush Limbaugh was the first person to actually recognize it, and he was the yeah. man who fought back. And that man, that man, fought and took slings and arrows for us for 33 years on the air, and he was always number one. I remember when he was, like, for instance, uh, uh, Florida Orange Juice. This is back in the early 90s. Florida Orange Juice decided to uh, advertise with Rush Limbaugh, and the left went bat guano crazy. They called the Florida Orange Growers. They they raised all sorts of holy hell, and that's the way it's been. That's why uh, Newsmax doesn't have uh, a GM on as an advertiser. That's why Fox News doesn't have Procter & Gamble. Because the left has successfully shut down and demonized the conservative moment, movement, even though uh, we are a center-right country, Matthew. And this is the year we have to say nonsense. Not right. Enough. And by the way, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I'm going to, since you said holy, I'm going to make a biblical prediction, and hopefully you can play this clip back in the future. You know, if Rush Limbaugh is Elijah, right, then Rob Carson is Elisha, and the mantle has been passed. Nah. So there are... 
to their eyes. Now, here's what, here's what I say. Here's, here's what I say. I say that I walk in his footsteps, but I will never fill his shoes. That's what I say about Rush Limbaugh. But, but Matthew, <clears throat> speaking of which, and I'll just be honest, I'm a Catholic. You are a Jew of the Jewish persuasion. Um, yep. And, and uh, you and I, we are, we are brothers. We are brothers. And I believe that faith is making a comeback. And I'm not saying you got to go into church. There is, there is a, uh, uh, there is a creator. There's a reason why we're here. And I believe that we are working with that creator to save the world. I know that sounds weird, but, it, it, but, but, but we are, we, we are, we're, we are. We're, we're learning after all this CRT, all this transgender nonsense, mutilation of children, sexualization of children, all of the bat guano craziness. People are realizing how far we have strayed and how we need to come back. It doesn't mean you have to be part of an organized religion. It does mean that we have to come together uh, for mankind. And I think it's going to happen. And I think we do it with faith. I, I, I mean, look, I think that the faith community in America has had it really good for a long time. I mean, because it was founded as a Judeo-Christian country, right? So, yes. so if you think about it, okay. So for, for, for the practice of religion is a core tenet of the foundations of the country. And I'm sure that people had a hard time envisioning when that would be under threat. And now it's under threat enough that what I love seeing is that there are people that come from the Jewish tradition, the Catholic tradition, evangelical tradition, Mormon tradition, whatever. And we're all looking at each other saying, hey, are you on board with God? Are you in, on board with the values of the good book? Then let's work together. Like Ronald Reagan said, right? Anybody who agrees with you, with you 70% of the time is your friend. Yeah. And, and I feel that. I feel there's a, there's a renewed spirit among people in the faith community that we say, hey, we're on the side of good. Let's ignore our differences. They don't matter. And let's work together to, to save this place. It's interesting you said the 70% of us with Ronald Reagan, because before the election, essentially 76% of both sides, uh, Democrats and Republicans, felt the country was going in the wrong direction before the midterms. Kind of interesting. That was the polling. Yeah, that was the polling. And oddly enough, even though Joe Biden had the best midterms since, uh, since uh, uh, Kennedy, uh, that number hadn't changed. <laughs> luck, all I have to say, uh, Rob, is luck of the Irish. Yeah, well, I am, actually. <laughs> well, I was referring to Biden and uh, oh, Kennedy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's true. Uh, Matthew, I appreciate you joining me today. Um, the new piece is called Conservatives Can Make 2023 Their Year. That is at the uh, Daily Caller. Where else can people find you, sir? I mean, not physically. Uh, not, not drive to your house, but online. <laughs> 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 uh, you can, if you want to learn more, you can go to Gideon300.com. Note the biblical reference. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, very intentional. All right, my friend. Have a uh, glorious... I know you're traveling to uh, Texas. You're going to be speaking with Mr. Chris Salcedo, right? Ah, uh, the great... The, uh, he's an... I, I absolutely... Yeah. Liberty-loving Latino. He's a good, uh, how much, isn't that so great? He's a fantastic guy. Uh, safe travels, brother. God bless you. We'll talk again soon. Okay, talk soon. All right, let's take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show. Elon Musk will go down as the uh, uh, Thomas Paine of uh, 2023. Um, he is... Uh, 
uh, he's using his money for good. He's exposing uh, uh, abuses and usurpations we only dreamed of. And now he is asking, he's demanding the release of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's client list. So uh, we know that Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and charged and then uh, murdered. I mean, uh, went to jail because uh, he was trafficking uh, young women and girls. And we know that uh, he had a plane called the Lolita Express, and he flew to a private island where, you know, they abused the young women. Uh, Bill Clinton, I don't know, but I know that Bill Clinton was on that jet 26 times, five times without any secret service. Now, there are a lot of very powerful meeting people meeting in Davos who have nothing at all in common with you and me, live like a different, by a different standard. Do you suppose that some of those people, uh, some of the members of that class of people may be a part of, uh, of this. I would venture to say the reason why we don't know uh, the people on the list is because those people are very powerful and very wealthy. Yeah, I do. I absolutely believe it. You know, I do. And you know why I do that? Because um, I'm not stupid. So there you go. Kevin McCarthy grew up here. This is pretty interesting. This is what happens when you uh, don't immediately rubber stamp your house speaker and you, the people actually say, hey, 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 no, 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 no. You got to do what we say. If you want me to house speaker, you got to do what we say. And so uh, he has kicked off representatives uh, Adam Schiff, who's a pencil neck geek who led a kangaroo court against Donald Trump that was based on nothing, who uh, talked about Russia collusion, which never existed and hasn't been held accountable to it for it. And then Eric Swalwell, who literally had said with a Chinese spy. Her name was Fang Fang. And when it was exposed, the Chinese government took her away. It was uh, what I call, uh, it was a Chinese takeout. It was Chinese takeout. They took her, they said, get out of here. Come on back over here. We're getting rid of you. So uh, here is why, uh, well, this is Kevin McCarthy talking about why Adam Schiff ain't going to be on the Intel Committee anymore. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee... Kevin McCarthy, it's not Adam Schiff. Don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop... He used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, he came out ahead of time and says there's no intel to prove that, and he used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not, and lied to the American public. Yeah, there you go. What about Eric Swalwell there, uh, uh, Kevin? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's talk about Swalwell. Because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on Intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it. The FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the Intel Committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with the Chinese spy. Yeah, and I think he, he saw they some brought things. it to the works. I think he, I think he saw uh, some things that others didn't with her, too, by the way, before the uh, Chinese ordered Chinese takeout and took her away. <laughs> Sorry. The line is so easy. The line is so easy. I'll take uh, number 73 and uh, number 69. That's Mushu Pork, by the way. I just, uh, I just wanted you to know. So, uh, anyway, that's... Uh, <laughs> 
that's going to do it for the show. Here's what what I'd ask you to do, if if you wouldn't mind. Uh, please go to IWantNewsMax.com. Um, send a very powerful message to DirecTV to leave the uh, fourth biggest cable news network on their platform uh, as they continue to grow and take over. Uh, do that. IWantNewsMax.com. Back to wrap things up in a second. All right, that's going to do it, guys. Have a glorious day. I want Newsmax.com to get Newsmax back on DirecTV. I want Newsmax.com. Have a glorious day. God bless you guys. And until tomorrow, as always, do not catch the stupid. I'll see you tomorrow.